0: Welcome to this episode of Open Struggle. My name is Mindy Lawhorn. Come in the car with me and let's add the third podcast to a series of podcasts that I've been doing all around what grief is like in real time now that we have approached and passed the two-year mark of my sweet husband Lee transferring to heaven. So yesterday was december 13th so i don't know when you'll be listening to this but that was officially two years that lee was in heaven and now that we're on two years in a day i woke up this morning almost like relieved a little bit and i'm trying to like figure that out in my head and 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 prayerfully consider like why am i why do i feel relieved a little bit and the best i can tell you is that there are these milestones that you come across and you hit and you surpass, whether you're really focused on them or not. And I didn't realize I was thinking about the two-year mark as much as I was until this morning. I'm not one for dates. I'm not one to, you know, remember dates of when certain things happened that weren't fun or positive. Like, I can remember birthdays pretty well and anniversaries. But You know, I have some friends that are just remember everything, and they remember, oh, well, this is the day that so and so proposed to so and so. So therefore, I remember about you know, and I'm not like that. And I honestly don't want to remember all of my sad times, like when my sister passed or my dad passed, or you know, all the things. But I'll be completely honest in telling without telling you without even trying. It was here without even trying. The looming. Feelings and the knowledge of grief were just literally like a like a a cloud over me, and and I know a cloud feels very like sad and rainy and negative, but it's the best way I can describe how it feels. And I wasn't on purpose trying to be sad. I wasn't on purpose going, oh, you guys, this is what we need to do now. We're doing, you know, nothing but going to be sad. But I've learned enough, and if you've listened to my other two podcasts, you understand where I'm coming from. In I want to do what's been recommended to me by people I look up to, people that have lost and they're just a little bit ahead of me, people that want to grow and and even though they've lost, they know that life isn't over and that they have a responsibility, not only as Christian, to keep moving and and, and to to let God do his perfect work through all this pain and struggle and, and sharing what we've learned and sharing the love in which he's given us during these struggles, so somehow we can share that with other people, which by the way, that's Second Corinthians 1, 3-5, so there, there's biblical connection there, hello, but it's also like grief, there, there needs to be work done with it, and I didn't want to believe that, and I just thought it will naturally happen, but Mia Finnegan is one of my good friends, she's also My friend Chalene's trainer, who I got her to be my trainer because she gets it. She gets what it's like to be around 50. She gets what it's like when your body doesn't work anymore, right? And she completely and a thousand times understands grief. She lost her son in a horrible, horrible situation three years ago. And she told me a story about her therapist and how her therapist, too, has lost. And her therapist has this box on her shelf and it's called her grief box and when mia asked her what is that box for she goes oh that's my grief box that's the box i open almost every day and on purpose do my grief work i on purpose think about who i've lost I on purpose pray for them or or for myself i on purpose pray for what's going on i on purpose look at their pictures and read read letters people have you know sent me in cards on purpose and then i put it in there and i put it on the shelf and That's all I'm going to do with that for today. And let me just try to explain this if that's confusing or you're like, you know, I don't even understand really what that means. It's that if we don't on purpose dive into the work of grief and and get in it and feel it and sit in it and pray about it and cry about it and read those hard notes and look at those photos of them, it will come up. In our lives, in the worst of times, it will be something we try to push under the rug, which will grow into this huge abscess that we later will pay for. And my boys are too important for me to do that. Now, it'd be easy, but it would eventually cause so much more pain and sadness and trouble. And I don't want that. I want to do what's right. I want to do what God wants me to do, even though it's hard. And that's what he's guiding me to is to do grief work. I have no trouble looking at these photos. I love it. I love it. You know, we have a fitness business that we did primarily online. I still do that. Um, but we would take pictures of ourselves all the time, which you just think about like how many years ago it was weird to take like a selfie of yourself like that would be odd and weird now. Like even my 81 year old mom's snapping selfies of herself in her bathroom before she goes to the mall. Like, I absolutely love it. It's so funny. But like I have all these photos and like I'm so thankful for our business because I have all these videos and all these photos that I wouldn't have normally taken just to take for the heck of it. I'm always thinking I can repost this or I can share this with someone or this or encourage someone that is has cancer or, or, or that, you know, is, is, you know, in a hole working out and they and they maybe have slid backwards, you know, maybe this will help them. Well, I have all those. So that's no problem. The hardest stuff for me, honestly, is being still and being quiet and reading these beautiful, like I'm starting to well up right now, beautiful heartfelt notes and cards and letters that some of our dearest friends have written us. But as hard as it is, I find when I do that, It breaks me through to like the next stage of this widow, single mom, loss of my freaking favorite person in the whole entire world situation. It helps. And it's almost like when you don't want to take your medicine, but you know when you take your medicine, you're going to be better, but you don't want to take it because it's gross or it's going to make you gag or, or whatever. Like that's the best example I can think of. Or, or like I think of how like sometimes we just don't want to get up and get dressed and go to church and sit there. But when we get done, we're like, oh my God, thank, thank you, God. I'm so glad I needed that. That was for me. You know, it's like that kind of thing. Or like when you don't want to do a workout, but you know, you'll feel so much better and you'll be better once you do the workout and get it over with. It's like that thought process. And I've done that so much in my life. I can handle that. But making, if you're anything like my personality, you know, which by the way, I love you and you're awesome. We completely get each other, but I run hot and I mean, I go fast. And Lee was more methodical and detail oriented. I'm big picture, energy, fun. Let's go. I want to make sure everybody's having fun. Let's go, you know, type of thing. And I've had to, and I know this is probably God's plan, but I've had to kind of put Much of that on the back burner and just like kind of quiet it down a little bit because that works great when you have an amazing partner that you're balanced. It doesn't work so great when you're alone. And it's not that I'm afraid to be alone. It's that I've got to find that middle ground of being everything at all of the, all of the needed personalities, all the needed capacities. I have to fill those right now. And I may have to forever. You know, I don't want to, but I may have to forever. Um, But it's interesting how that seems to be some of the hardest to what I'm doing is the sitting and calming down and being detailed and looking through things that Lee would normally do and look at. And, And reading even those notes. That's one of them. But I know that that's what I'm supposed to do. So... That's what I did yesterday, and and, and I'm going to do it a little bit more today and throughout this week. I've kind of divided them up. But one thing that's on my heart not to do, sorry for the beeping, is put in, hi, welcome home. We just got in the garage, is put any suggestions or or undue pressure on my boys. I want them. Like like, like they already know what this time means. They know that we lost daddy around this time and they know he was great. and, And they know that he would want them just to go and have fun and just work hard and go, you know, just be the men that we have, you know, done our best to try to raise them to be. But they're aware. They're aware of what's going on. But I just refused to say, do you know what today is? You know, I I just don't want them to ever feel anything. And and Garrett knows, like he had a game yesterday and he has a friend that's a girl right now. And, you know, that's just sending me to the moon. But I'm happy about it at the same time. And I'm doing air quotes, a friend that's a girl. And I'm like, oh, merciful heavens. But they know. But at the same time, I don't ever want to pressure them into feeling a certain way. But we talk about it, especially with my oldest, Andrew, and I'm thankful for him. He's very insightful for being 19. He's he's quieter. He's kind of Garrett's opposite. Like, they're like, I've got one kid that's like, give me the mic and wants to play every sport. And then I've got the other one that's like, please do not make me get up in front of you, <laughs> which is funny. But um, I'm just so thankful. Honestly, sitting here, I'm thankful for him. I'm thankful for the time we had. And I'm thankful for the boys and, and, and just the life that God has allowed us to live and, and create and grow. And I know there's more. So I want to just finish with a prayer and I want the words that I said to you today to encourage you. I want them to put a, a bug in your ear, so to speak. I want them to challenge you to get into kind of the hard stuff that maybe you're putting off. Maybe it's having a discussion with someone. Maybe it's writing a letter. Maybe it's praying, like just slowing down and praying. Maybe you haven't prayed in a long time. Maybe you have lost someone or maybe you've lost a dream or a relationship and you need to come full-faced with that thing. My loving Christian sisterly encouragement to you, Face it. Let God do his perfect work through that struggle and that pain. Because you guys, pain and struggle, it produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not disappoint. Hope is everything. This whole podcast is called Hope in Struggle because we can have hope. In all of our struggles, you guys, this world, it's not about how amazing our lives are. It's about what we do and who we become. And above all, what we do for God's glory and for the good of his people. And I have released these podcasts recently, though the first one was rather painful. And I have some of my dearest friends say, Mindy, you kind of are scaring me. You don't sound good. And I know I didn't. And I did that because it was number one, very real, number two, raw. And number three, I can't stand fake things. I can't stand fake things. I mean, I can stand being a fake blonde, don't get me wrong, (laughs) and my fake eyelashes. But I mean, I can't stand anyone faking things to make them seem that, that they're not like they are because I think we will make real progress and we will do what we're supposed to do when we come to grips with the truth. maybe our situation or what it is, and then just seek God within that. Look at every story in the Bible. It's all these like underdog stories, all these stories of really super, super hard things, super struggle. And what does God do to those? He's the strongest when we're weak. So if you haven't listened to that, I'd like you to go listen to it. I want you to prepare yourself. If you can't handle when someone else is sad, then you probably shouldn't listen. But I did that because I wanted everyone to understand, number one, it's okay to be that sad and be that down as long as you know where your hope is. It's okay to struggle and let people know because that's true and that's real. There is no super mom. There is no perfect situation. We all struggle in some capacity, and God does that because he wants to produce and, 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 and just push that character to the next level. I pray that you would do that. And and even if you have struck, you struggle here or you have trouble here, ask someone to help you or even do you have someone that might need to hear this podcast? I'd love for you to share it with them. Um, I love you. I've got some more awesome podcasts to share with you. I hope that God does some amazing things and grows this into whatever the different capacities he wants. But as of right now, I know this is where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to do with you and just share this with you. I love you. Thank you for listening. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Would you text me? Would you email me? You can uh, reach me at Mindy at MindyLawhorn.com. So Mindy at MindyLawhorn.com. You can also message me through my Instagram or through the Hope and Struggle Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. Let's pray. <sighs> oh Jesus God, I love you. I come to you God just sort of in awe that it's been two years since you took Lee to be with you. And then a part of me thinks it's been like no time at all. Another part of me thinks it's been so long. Lord, there's something about this two-year mark that you've allowed me to feel like it's a little bit like I did it, accomplished it. We've hit the two years. So now it's two years and one day. And while I don't want to be keeping, you know, the account of every day and every hour, Lord God, there's something to the fact that we're still here. There's something to the fact that we're still growing, that the boys are still thriving There's something about that, Lord God, that I can only attribute to your goodness, your love, and your hope. I know your goal for us is not just to have these amazing lives while we're here. That can be a a byproduct, obviously. But, Lord, you want us first. You want our obedience more than our sacrifices. You want us, and then you want us to do what we need to do. In those times and through those situations, Lord God, that you prepare whether we want to or not. Lord, I pray during this season, it's Christmas. Oh, it's our favorite time of the year. I pray, Lord God, that we as a family can do what we need to do for your glory, to honor Lee, and just to step into whatever roles you want us to do. Lord, please forgive me my sins as I come to you, but I just lift up everyone listening. I lift up my friends that have lost. I lift up my friends that are struggling. I lift up everyone listening that may or may not know you, Lord God. I pray that they would just seek you. Please be real to them. Just find a way to be real. Let them know it doesn't have to be about a religion, that it's about a relationship with you, that all they have to do is seek you. Ask you to help them. Ask ask you to be real to them, Lord God, and show them. Please show up. Let them know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're real. Regardless of what people around them have said, regardless of where their mom went to church or their aunt or that mean girl said to them at church or whatever it is, God, show them that you're real and that we can live an amazing life through you. For the good of the others, but for your glory, Lord, I love you. Please send your Holy Spirit to all of my friends. Please send your Holy Spirit to the Bible babes and all the people in my Beachbody business. Lord God, I thank you for that business. Oh, my gosh. It has Sustained us, Lord God, for almost 14 years. Please show me how to help people through that, Lord God. It's still fitness, it's still nutrition, and it's still accountability. Lord God, I love you for that. Thank you for doing that. You've done so many amazing things through that, Lord. I thank you for Hope and Struggle. I lift up Delena. I lift up Rochelle. I lift up Jessica to you. I lift up Andrew and Garrett. I lift up everyone in the Bible, babes. And I lift up just that amazing community. Lord, let us do what it is your will, that, that your will is. And I lift up everyone listening. Lord, please help us minister to them and please help us start to thrive and do what it is you want us to do, even um, in, in the middle of all the things that are going on, Lord God, let us no, look not in the mirror or, or at each other, but look to you. You didn't say follow Christians. You said follow you. Jesus, please show us how. It's in your precious name I pray. Amen.